The Kogan Money Credit Card, packed full of value with rewards and no annual fee. Summer Breakfast. The Melbourne Renegades sit third on the BBL ladder, having steadied the ship following four straight defeats over the New Year period. They rolled the Hobart Hurricane scoob at the weekend, thanks to the big hitting of this man. Sam Harper is with us. Morning, Sammy. Thanks a lot for your time. Morning, guys. No worries. So it was a 48-ball 89 from your blade at Marvel Stadium on, on Saturday night. Seven sixes to go with it. Geez, you'd have to be happy with that. Yeah, no, it was, it was nice to contribute. And, um, yeah, Obviously, nice to get the win. It was a big. The last two games were really big for us, coming off four losses. So, um, yeah, it places us reasonably well on the table now, and hopefully, we can back in the season well. All about the team, of course, which we'll get to. But just for you individually, was there a heavy dose of relief associated with your innings? I mean, uh, your most recent form has, um, has, has has been no secret, I suppose. How important was this? Yeah, no, it was definitely important. Um, yeah, obviously, started in the side and then found myself out of the side, and uh, yeah, just made a few pretty poor decisions early in my innings, which uh, unfortunately led to my downfall. And then T20 can sort of just get on you pretty quickly, especially when the game sort of come up back to back. So um, yeah, I felt like I was doing all the right things and hitting the ball pretty nicely. So I was just trying to stay patient and try, keep trusting what I was doing. Um, and yeah, not maybe just give myself a few extra balls at the start of my innings. So yeah, it was nice to get a few away. Sam, is, is that part of it in T20? When, when the pressure sort of builds, you know, you're looking to do it even quicker than you need to? And that 20-over cricket, you start to think, you know, every ball has to go for four. You start to get yourself confused. Is that part of falling out of form in, in the T20 level? Yeah, I think you've nailed it. Um, so I'm there. I just think, like, I look back at the Thunder where you face two dots and you're chasing 180 and, like... I, in reality, like that's not an issue, but you just sort of look up, you're like, but Sandy's gone dot, dot, and then you just try and force something that's not there, and then you're out, and then all you've done is put the team one for none off three balls and had another dot. So um, in trying to do the right thing and get the game going so that run rate doesn't climb, uh, yeah, you end up probably doing the opposite of what you should be doing. So, yeah, I just had some really good chats with Hodge. has been great to have on board as our uh, sort of batting coach and batting assistant and... Uh, we just had some really good chats and just when that moment came, it was almost like, right, I um, do the opposite, maybe just get off strike or um, just face the next few balls and see what happens because there's always more time than you think, even in such a short game. So, Sam, do you have a you know, something that you work to or, or that reminds you to do that when you're playing in a 2020 game and not sort of get ahead of yourself and let that pressure build too much? Is, is there something... You, know, you say to yourself, or you know, how how do you make it click to make sure that you don't get ahead of yourself and try and hit too many boundaries off too few balls? <laughs> yeah, I know. You've got the answer for me there. So I mean, you can walk out to that with me every night. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a good one. I think at the moment, like it's just when you just react to what they bowl without really premeditating anything. That's sort of when you get yourself in your best position just to play and respond to what they bowl, which is basically the same in any format of cricket doesn't really change so um yeah that was the space i was trying to get into the other night and it was i definitely felt when i got in that space and you're just reacting then sometimes sometimes you do play a few shots and like i didn't even was wasn't even thinking about playing that so um and then then the polar opposite um probably after missing out a few times against the stars the other night i was like right i I'm just going to go back to what's worked for me in the past, which was to take him on in the power play. But it's just not that easy to hit someone like a Luke Wood or a Trent Bolt 
first of all, um, for four or six at the MCD, it's just it creates too hard. And you actually have to respect that you are facing quality bowlers. So, um, yeah. And then, well, in answer to the actual question, Hodgie and I just actually broke it down to um, almost like a computer game. Like the bowler's going to bowl. You've just got one ball to try and beat them um, in that contest and just literally keep it as simple as that. What also helps, Sammy, in this format in particular is the stroke of fortune. I mean, it was really nice of Riley Meredith to put you down on 59. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime in T20, you need a slice of luck when it's such a high-risk game. So, um, yeah, nah, you just and sometimes getting the little waist half um, fully and just some little things like that can just get your innings going. And those little, as we spoke about, I felt like in Geelong the other night when Michael needs to bowl me a leg stump half volley off the bat. I'm like, but beauty, I'm four off one. And then you're walking off with a golden duck. So that can just be the fiddle of the game. So as I said off the top, you steadied the ship. It was, a, it was another much-needed win. I mean, BBL, though, has an amazing um, ability to churn out bizarre situations. So you guys on Saturday night, you had Caleb Jewell, who's always a prized wicket, trapped LBW, but, but ball tracking wasn't working. Did you get an explanation for this or just one of those gremlins in the system? Yeah, no, we didn't really get an explanation. It was just sort of, we obviously reviewed it and then they did a no ball and schnicko and everything and we were just waiting for the, we were literally waiting for the three reds because we, yeah. we thought it was dead. Um, and then, yeah, they just said ball tracking wasn't available. So, um, which was unfortunate. It's an interesting one because then it was available next over. But, um, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, I don't know. I have nothing to do with the technology and I don't understand it. But it was a shame that we brought in the technology and then when you got someone LB, we couldn't use it. But I'm sure, yeah, that was through no one's, through no one's fault or not lack of trying. Sam, you started off with a bang and then there was that bit of a lull and you, you've, you, you're searching and finding that winning form again. Is there something you've identified in, the, in those middle few games where um, you, you came off such confidence in your first four games and then sort of lost your way a little? Yeah, it was probably, probably our batting group, really, if we're going to be honest. Um, I think we've got a great batting group um, this year. I was just like anyone knows batting at um, Blunston in the T20 is a pretty nice place to bat um, and we were chasing 122 down there so that was a game that we really let go um, yeah, the SCG wicket was probably challenging for the boys the next game but it's still 150 or 145 you break yourself um, with Marsh, Finch, Guptor and those guys to probably be chasing that down and I think our bowling group's gone for over 150 maybe twice or three times out of the nine games which is just a huge effort um, from them so yeah, it's probably, I think, Sakes just identified it, that we've got a really good batting group. And, um, yeah, it was up for, up to a couple of us to put some match-winning performances together to keep backing up our bowling. I'm not sure if you're in the cut and thrust like you are, Sam, you're able to sort of put your head up and, and look around and observe the competition as a whole. But we were talking earlier about how BBL sort of feels like it's got a, a foothold. I want to say a foothold again in our sporting psyche at this time of the year. It feels like it's got a, a fair bit of weight behind it at the moment. There's some interest and the crowds have been reasonably good. I mean, what's your feel as someone who's played for a few seasons now? Yeah, I definitely think this, this year has had some, I think it's had some really good individual battles on field, um, as we've seen. And I, I think that's always great when you see people's personalities come out, which um, then does get the crowd involved. And I, I think, I mean, I've been watching most of the other games as well. Like there's been some really good close games, um, which no doubt helps the crowd when they're there. And then obviously, as a viewer at home, um, you always like seeing nice tight games. So I think that's helped. But yeah, every sort of game I've been at and played in um, has felt like it's had a really good, really good energy and really good. Um, we've actually had some really good crowds to play in front of. So 
Um, I, I think COVID definitely didn't help the last few years. So I think hopefully, yeah, the BBL can be onwards and upwards again. All right, Sam, no game at a time stuff here, okay? We, we want yeah. none of that. No cliches. Yeah, no cliches. How do we stay on top of our game to finish in a final spot? Because that, that would be a really good year for the Renegades off what's happened previously. Yeah, well, absolutely, mate. No bones about it. We, <clears throat> there's sort of no option for us. We need to be playing finals this year after the last the way the last three years has gone, and that's exactly what Sake said, even when we were 3-0. Um, that we had absolutely no right to get ahead of ourselves um, because of the way the last few seasons has gone. So, um, yeah, obviously losing Majib and Akil will be big. So um, we've got a couple of really good spinners. Um, we've just brought Farwood Ahmed in and we've got um, Rwantha and Corey Roccacholi who will come and play a big part for us. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing. The, I think we've got the strikers a couple of times. So then without Rashid, hopefully we can... Um, they've been playing really well, so hopefully we can... Get, take them down a couple of times. And, yeah, I think we probably need to get seven or eight wins to guarantee us a top sort of three or four spot. Yep, strikers tomorrow night. Looking forward to that one. Sammy, loved your work on Saturday night. It was great Good to night. watch. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us this morning and, and best luck for the rest of the campaign. Uh, awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. Good Sammy night. Harper there of the Melbourne Renegades. Great to catch up with him. Of course, they lost Nick Madison, didn't they? That nasty ACL. So we wish him well with his recovery as well. We'll take our final break here on Summer Breakfast and we'll be back to wrap up after this.